Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18+. plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. It's never been easier to communicate with people, but it's never been harder to know which platform you're supposed to communicate on. Here's a simpler solution. With call, meet, and message all in one app, Ring Central makes communication easy. With all that connectivity in the palm of your hand, you can work from anywhere with anyone at any time and never miss a beat. Because when it comes to communication, simple is better. Learn more at ringcentral.com. Ring Central, simpler communications. Welcome to MLB Daily, your one-stop shop for daily baseball content. I am LJ LaFura. Alongside me, I've got Brandon Karam, and we are a Belly Up Sports podcast. We are what they aren't. Brandon, how you doing? LJ, I'm doing well. Uh, excited to talk baseball once again. It's the first day of September, so... All the teams get a few extra roster spots and can give some service time to their players. Uh, LJ, speaking of time, you have something. Yeah, you know, Brandon, do you ever wonder what time it is? I do. In this fast-paced world where, you know, you have all of these call-ups, particularly in the MLB with all this service time, you have to really start thinking about what time it is and how much time you have left on these guys' clocks. And what better way to keep track of time than with a watch from LaTerrain.com. At LaTerrain.com, you can find stylish and affordable watches. And with promo code MLB Daily, you can save 10% at checkout. Brandon, I'm ordering my Legacy 2 tomorrow. Anything catch your eye? Yeah, no. Legacy 2 and the Compass are... By far, my top choices from from La Terrain. So yes, once again, use code MLB Daily at checkout to save ten percent at La Terrain L A T O U R A I N E dot com. Well, LJ, we have quite the story to start it off. This is kind of continuing news. I'm going to assume, well, you know, I did see Wander Franco homered off of Chris Sale to keep the streak alive. Yes. Um, And Schwarber, I'm going to assume, also drew a walk tonight. No, he did not. That's the big heartbreaker here is he is now below the games played to walks graph. He's below the line. So hopefully he's able to get a double walk day here soon and can catch back up to pace, but still the man, the man's a machine. Um, Same with Wander. I mean, yeah. Can we talk about this? This is becoming more and more impressive. Like I can't wait for them not to be playing the Red Sox because I just want to be able uh, to. I would like you guys to win a game here. I mean, you know, Okay, you won. I would like to see a little bit more consistent winning against the Rays. Well, you know, Brandon, when you when you sell out an entire week's worth of games just to line up this one game right, at least it's different than the Yankees, where the Yankees early in the season were selling out a week's worth of games to win one or two games and then not winning those games. No, we screwed over our entire pitching plan since Sunday just to win this one game, and we did it. I'm feeling good. Thank you, Christian Vasquez. Thank you, Jaron Duran, sir, with the big knock. Um, yeah, overall, solid game. But, yeah, Wander Franco, that's now 32 games. I don't have the list. I can pull that up real quick of guys he's trying to get over but he's climbing up this. Yeah, he is now one shy of Mel Ott and 
Archie Vaughn again. <laughs> um, Melot for the second time. So there, and there's frankly plenty of time if he keeps going to be able to get up past M- Mantle and past Robinson at 43. This dude is just amazing. And I can't, I can't wait to be able to properly root for him without the sad dissatisfaction of having to root against him. But Sale, regardless of that home run, six innings, six hits, two earned in his first real challenge off the I.L. Yeah, not a bad uh, start whatsoever. You know, it was really nice that he got to pitch against the worst team in the league for his first start. Uh, I certainly don't blame the Red Sox at all for uh, doing that. It makes a ton of sense. I mean, why not? Yeah, I mean, and not only did they do it to get him against the worst team in the league, but they lined it up just right. It was, I believe, two. It, he had like two days extra rest off of his rehab start, so he'd be able to line up against the Rangers as well. Yeah, so like there was not a chance that that the Red Sox were going to lose either of those games. No, and seriously, why wouldn't you give a guy a nice runway in? Like, not only did he pitch great in those, but if he hadn't pitched great, it wouldn't take a lot for the offense to make up for it. But even in that, he didn't have to do a ton to be able to produce. So it gave him a nice comfortability with being back in the game. 100%. And uh, as for Wander, I agree. It's going to be fun to watch him uh, for what I hope is the next 15, 20 years. Uh, and as a Ray? And the next five years as Ray. He's only 364 days older than me, which kind of makes me feel bad sometimes. Cause I'm like, you know, this guy's only a year ahead of me. And like, when I think about what I'm going to be doing in a year and what he's going to be doing in a year, just <laughs> could not be any more on like a separate planet. Brandon, that's motivation. You got to catch up this year. Yeah, you know, um, my my hopes and dreams of becoming a pro baseball player slowly fading. So I do need to start catching up if I wanna <laughs> wanna get there. All right, yeah, but that, I think that's just about an it from this game. But we do have a story from New York. Of course we do, uh, with the Mets, and it's not a good one. The Mets general manager, Zach Scott, reportedly is facing a DWI charge. He's the acting GM. He was arrested in White Plains, New York, early Tuesday morning. The New York Post reports that police found Scott dozing in a vehicle, at which point he allegedly refused a breathalyzer, but then failed a field sobriety test. CBS 2 New York indicates that an officer saw the vehicle in question driving erratically shortly before the arrest. Scott has been charged and is due back in White Plains City Court this Thursday. Then the Mets issued a statement saying that they take it very seriously and that he's not going to be traveling with the team. LJ, this is the guy who replaced the old Mets GM, Jared Porter, because Jared Porter got in trouble for a sexual harassment case. Now, this guy has a DUI because – is it DUI, DWI? It's it's DUI on just about everything now because um, they decided to – what do you call it? Incorporate all other forms of drugs into it. So mo- in most in most scenarios, it's driving under the influence now rather than driving while intoxicated. Okay. Well, either way, um, the thing is, while he was found sleeping, right? Of course, the car was parked. But if you're intoxicated and the keys are in the ignition or within an arm's reach, uh, you can get yourself a DUI and. That's what he did. And also driving erratically earlier in the night certainly doesn't help him. The Mets uh, are not in a good spot right now. They just had another bad press come out yesterday with the Javi Baez thumbs down thing. And honestly, the announcement that the Mets made 
or excuse me, the statement the Mets made about the Javi Baez thumbs down was more critical on that organization's member than this one. Well, I think that one had more grounds to be because I don't want to be spent uh, sending misinformation, but I know for a fact this was one of the early reports. Uh, the GM that just got this DUI, if I'm correct, wasn't he coming back from a Steve Cohen event? He, uh, not a Steve Cohen event, Steve Cohen's house. Yeah, so an event hosted by Steve Cohen. Yeah. Uh, so that that right there, I mean, it's not like Steve Cohen told Baez and Lindor and all those guys to start booing the uh, booing the fans. In a, yeah, that's not something he'd never do. But my point being, they don't uh, they don't have the same moral high ground on this DUI that they do on the thumbs down. Yeah, and also, you know, I was thinking about it, Steve Cohen. I mean, this, you know, it's probably not the best look for him that this guy was coming from his house. Secondly, I mean, he he's kind of learned, like, the hard way that you can't just throw money at a baseball team and expect it to work in a year. I mean, remember the whole thing when he was on Twitter and then people started giving him and his family death threats and he was off Twitter for a little bit. And then he, and now he's back on Twitter. Well, that, that was because of his shady business dealings. More than that. Yeah. That was when, when Robin, Robin Hood. <laughs> yeah. That was because he also may not be the most ethical guy in the world, which is a completely different thing, but I mean, that is how he made his money. So, uh, you, you know, you can't stop the earth from spinning you can't stop the tides and you cannot stop reddit from buying up all of gamestop and screwing over investors unless you're steve cohen who takes out their means of stock trading yeah (laughs) yeah uh but yeah just another bad look for the mets uh this is just they're just a meme at this point it's it's, well Mets. Is that, is that going to end up being a, an episode title? Lol Mets Part 2? That's probably this episode title, honestly. Uh, because it's probably the most uh, relevant thing of the day, except for the next thing. LJ, <laughs> Garrett Cole has made his way back into the American League Cy Young. I'm not sure what I was talking about the other day, not wanting to give it to my own guy, because he went out tonight, LJ. Seven innings, four hits, one earned run, no walks, 15 strikeouts. 15 strikeouts is really hard, because think about it. We are in the most strikeout-heavy era in probably league history and certainly the worst batting average and this year it's getting worse than any other year there have only been three guys including cole to strike out 15 batters this year Degrom, burns and cole so yeah look this was amazing absolutely fantastic start i did watch part of it in the middle innings i did watch I think I started the inning before he got roughed up that for that one earned. But look. And you watch him strike out Otani three times? Because I did. I didn't watch all three. I saw the one where he kind of made him look like filthy. Oh my God. He made him look silly. There was a couple swords in there that were pretty nice. <laughs> but, but you know, it it just goes to show, like, I think it was David Cohn who said it. Like when you're a starting pitcher in the MLB, there's going to be five or six starts a year where you are just unhittable at points. And that was one of them tonight. You don't know what you're going to get the other 25 starts, but you know for five of them, you're going to be on the absolute top of your game. Yes, and look, I don't like giving this award to somebody who had as much trouble and as many down points in the year is Garrett Cole. I think that still hurts him for me. But 
the path is really starting to narrow down to him. Like, it feels like people are clearing out of the way just for him to be able to mosey on down the lane to this Cyan. Look, Robbie Ray exists. I think that's just about his ceiling, his existence in, in Cyan conversation. Lance Lynn. Brutal. Just brutal with Robbie Ray. <laughs> brutal. Poor, poor Wobby. Wobby Ray is, you know, honestly, though, I, I'm not wrong. You can't tell me he's going to come out here and be lights out in, in September and Wobby Way. win his first scion. Wobby Way will not win the scion. Um, but on a serious note, let's go to Lance Lynn. Lance Lynn just had that really bad start. Now he's going on the IL. That pretty much writes the lettering out on his tombstone for his scion chances. And then the one that confuses me, Carlos Rodon, just the world forgets about him. And I know not, not all of the stats are the sexiest, but the guy's been really freaking good this year. I think I still take him at this. If I had to fill my ballot out right now, it's a tight call, but I think I go Rodon one, or not sale, Cole two. Um, but it's just kind of shocking to me that no one's talking about it. Like the uh, MLB Network a couple of days ago was talking about the AL Cy Young, and they brought up their they put a graphic up with their three guys that they deemed to be the big contenders. They put Garrett Cole on there, they put Lance Lynn on there, and they put Wobby Way on there. Wobby Way. And so, like, you have to admit. Carlos Rodon has had a better year than Wabi Way. No. Um, it's close, but Wabi Way has the most war. LJ, he has 202 strikeouts. War beating Wabi Way. <laughs> also, you're sleeping on Lance Lynn. I know he got hurt. I don't think he's going to. You see. It's but it's a tight. It's such a tight race right now. Here's here's my here's why I'm not against. Here's why I'm against Carlos Rodon. He doesn't even have a top ten ERA for American League pitchers. I mean, as of right now, the guys that are in front of him, the top ten is Lance Lynn, Wabi, Cole. Wait, what? What stat are you using? ERA. Think that's a pretty good benchmark to start. He's Brandon, not even in the top ten for the American League. Lance Lynn's got what? He's got two fifty-five. Lynn's got a two five nine. Cole, I think, went down to. Oh, has got a two four three. Is it a two? So he doesn't qualify. So then, if you're gonna take Lance, Lynn, innings. so if you're gonna take how many innings? One hundred and fourteen. Oh, that's nothing. No. I can't give it to a guy with 114 innings. No, absolutely not. Actually, you know the one that we're kind of neglecting here? And again, I, this also might be a matter of innings. I have also haven't paid attention to his numbers of late. I know he had a great coming out of the All-Star break. Yeah, no. I was going to throw Shohei Otani in there just for the hell of it. But there was a point in July where you could consider it, but not now. Yeah, uh, my he's just, thing. He's he's going to be that ta- talented enough to be in the conversation, but because of the nature of the way he plays, he's going to get scratched from so many starts throughout the year that I don't think he's going to ever have the numbers to do it. Yeah, and that's the thing. And it's like, how long is he going to be able to play at this at this a level to doing both? Like, eventually, does he become a full time DH? Is he a full time outfielder? A full time or is, then does he ever go to the bullpen? I mean, there's so much that he could end up doing. My thing with Lance Lynn, he's got the best hits per nine for guys that qualify. And I just feel like if you're going to take him out because he, he's hurt now, then you also need to take out Rodon, who's pitched less innings. Because then by your logic, it's just like, no, I, I think my point with that is also more of the recency bias, which I think does matter. And it's not actually, it's not even recency bias. It's the fact that 
games in September mean more than games in May. Okay. No, that's and fair. If you're missing time now in the big games and, and compared to somebody like if Carlos Rodon pitches great all September, if Garrett Cole pitches great all September, heaven forbid Wabi Way pitches well all through September, then that is going to speak volumes to me. And if Lance Lynn ends up getting like one start, two starts this month, then that's going to be a big problem for him making his case because he's not going to have those high leverage games. Fair. No, that's a fair point. Uh, but yeah, uh, Garrett Cole, what a what an outing tonight. Uh, certainly made the conversation a lot more. Uh, interesting did did have 116 pitches through those seven innings but uh clearly dominant and yanks pick up a nice win but yeah also oh, yeah, i'm not ahead. sure where you stand on this before we keep going the yankees do you worry the yankees aren't gonna learn to keep this under control the long outings for Garrett Cole because they did this earlier in the year too. I think it was either right before the all-star break or right after where he had that 120 pitch start and then he threw like 114 the next start and then they came out on the same rest schedule. Like that is a lot of pitches, a lot of stress on that arm in the middle of the season. If they keep seeing that it works, are you afraid that they're going to push him too far at some point? that i mean there's no telling with aaron boone what what could happen uh that's the thing it's like how how do we approach it because chad green is absolutely burnt out right now and death taxes and chad chad green in the yankees game that's how it works all year i mean lj we thought it was bad in years past Listen to this. In 20, all right. Well, first of all, this is gonna be this is actually gonna be pretty nice. So 2017, 2019, he throws 69 pitches or nice. 69 innings. Nice. Okay. He's already at 68 this year. Okay. Mm-hmm. 2019 or 2018. He throws 75 and two-thirds innings, and that's the most he's ever thrown. I just look he's burnt out it's clear we need to give him a fake IL stint just like one of the you know so we can get heel back up the fact that the Yankees selected Brooks Krisky over heel today to for the September call-ups is I don't know I don't know. I uh, well, I guess it's because he's not on the forty man. You have to actually be on the forty man now, yeah. unless because unless you have COVID, you can't just call guys off anymore. Yeah, no, I don't know. Uh, it's interesting. Yeah, it is interesting because it's the math doesn't. I don't think reflect when enough is enough with a lot of pitchers because. Mm-hmm. The reason I'm vehemently against the stopper role in a bullpen, which I don't think any team does a pure stopper these days. I think the Rays use like six stoppers. Like they they just have like every guy is in the same role. Yeah, you see, that works better than having your big guy. The Red Sox tried that a couple of years ago. It was not a good idea. I'm going to go through the monthlies because Matt Barnes was deemed the best reliever coming out of 2018 without going into the post-Craig Kimbrell bullpen era. And so Cora's plan at that point was to use Workman and Barnes, or not Workman and Barnes, uh, Workman and Brazier, but mostly Brazier as the secondary late innings guy. And then Matt Barnes in the highest leverage inning. So whether that was going to be the seventh, eighth, ninth, whatever that was, he was going to be going out there and then they'd figure out the next couple of innings with those other guys. But like in theory, 
in theory, that's great. Putting your best pitcher out there for the highest leverage inning makes a hundred percent sense, right? Yes, it does. However, you then have to seriously start thinking about the ramifications of putting that many high leverage innings on an arm, putting every high pressure situation, because like it or not, some, every, no inning is the same in terms of leverage, in terms of the intensity for a pitcher. And so going into those, in, into that fire can really burn a guy out. April, he ends up with a 225 ERA, May 186. I mean, that's, yeah. That's 14 earned over 13 innings for a guy who pitched fantastic all the way up. Like, these guys have their breaking points. Not only do they burn out, but seeing a lot of important moments and big moments like that every single time you go out there is a lot. That's why the closer role works so well, because you're getting somebody who is normally very good that's going to be reliable every single last inning, but you're also not going to put a super high leverage pressure inning on him every single time he goes out there. There are plenty of times where he's going to go out there and see five, six, seven, or six, seven, eight in the lot, the batting order. And that's not the same as seeing two, three, four for your ninth inning save. So there's a lot of variety with that. And I think that's a much more manageable thing to do on the arm. That's why we're never going to see the theoretical stopper work in major league baseball. All right. Uh yeah. We'll quickly go over uh, just a few guys we found interesting. They got called up today as teams get those extra two roster spots. Uh, but other than that, uh, we want to do players of the month and then the team of the month, uh, just one player at each position from the entire MLB. Uh, LJ, the few guys I found interesting here that got called up at least Initially, of course, uh, Nate Pearson for the Blue Jays. Uh, I don't believe he's been on the roster at all this year, has he? Uh, has he? They brought somebody up. Oh, okay. Yes, he, they, they he did, only they pitched did, two innings. Okay, yeah. but still, uh, he's their top pitching prospect, so excited to see him. Uh, Chris Davis, that's Chris with a K. He's back in Oakland, LJ. Remember, they traded him over the offseason to get Elvis Andrews and possibly one of the worst trades they've, they've made is they had to take on all the Elvis Andrews money, pay Chris Davis to go to Texas, and then now they're paying him again because he's on the roster again. So is he going to hit 247, LJ? Um. He's at 157 on the year, so he needs a bit of a boost. Maybe, I was about to say maybe 147, but. Well, you know, he has only had 61 plate appearances. So in theory, he could change his, his batting average enough to get it to 247. He could. Could. Emphasis. Could. Uh, all right. Let's see. Who else on this list is interesting? Uh, Justice Sheffield for the Mariners. Oh, Trevor Rogers is back for the Marlins. Uh, LJ, the Red Sox brought us some guys that I've never heard of. Who is John Schreiber? Um, or Jack Lopez? Never heard that one. These guys are on your team. And Danny Santana's back. Of course. You got to love Danny. If, if Schwarber wasn't populating that leadoff spot, actually, actually, I, I guarantee you, watch. Danny Santana will bat leadoff for at least one game this 10 the season. Well, I would love to see it. And uh, I, know oh, that's your favorite, I know that's your favorite leadoff hitter in the league, Brandon. For sure. Uh, I just 
remembered one thing that we should talk about quick, and then uh, we will get right to team and uh, players of the month. Uh, Kenta Maeda is getting Tommy John surgery and will be out nine to 12 months. So he'll be out probably all of next year. The twins weren't really going to be contending next year in the first place. But uh, yeah, LJ, uh, just your quick thoughts on, on him getting TJ. Um, look, it's the best for everybody. This is the best timing for everybody. Honestly, if it was on the table sooner, probably should have done it earlier on. Look, this guy did not look like the same Kenta Maeda we saw last year, year before that, when he came out here this year. You were kind of expecting him to be the one and Jose Barrios to slide into a very comfortable two role, but that very quickly was not the case. So hopefully this irons out a lot of things. I found it interesting, the, uh, I forget what it was they were putting in his arm to try to get the timeline down. Oh, you know, yeah, I'm not that. sure exactly yeah, they're, what they're, it was. they're basically putting a brace in that should be able to get the recovery timeline down to a year, which I'd never heard of this before. So if this is something new that He's kind it's of a brace in his elbow that apparently has a chance to expedite the recovery timeline. Yeah. Have you ever heard of it? No. It says, well, Tommy John rehab typically takes around 14 months. Rocco Baldelli suggested Maeda could return in between nine and 12 months time. A more definitive timetable will be apparent a few months from now. Yeah, so that's certainly interesting because if this is something new or something that hasn't been tried with pitchers a lot and is successful, that could be a dramatic change for the future of the game. Like, with, with the amount of players that are having Tommy John these days, you then are able to shorten the recovery time. That's going to make baseball even better. That's going to make teams even more comfortable with taking these guys in a draft scenario picking these guys up on a free agent contract because lucky land casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky lucky in line at the deli i guess aha in my dentist's office more than once actually do i have to say yes you do in the car before my kids pta meeting really yes excuse me what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky i never win and tell well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. This holiday season, Lexus wants you to remember. It's not just the thought that counts. It's your thought. Because no matter how much time you spend picking out the perfect gift, the only thing they'll really care about is that it's from you. Here's to experiences they'll continue to cherish. Season after season, make this December one to remember. Together, click the banner to discover more. Experience amazing at your Lexus dealer. The risk of Tommy John isn't nearly as great if you're able to get him back in potentially nine months rather than 14. Totally agree. And uh, that brings us right into... Our players of the month, uh, LJ, do we know who has which league? Um, do we want to just do it like we do players of the week now, seeing we're not doing the seeing so we, we don't so seeing we, we don't split the seeing we don't split the league share to do game recaps anymore? Would it make more sense to just do two random? Yeah, uh, yeah, sure. So just the the best two players of the month. Yeah, sure. That way we're not restricted to league. If I can get fan graphs to pull up here, uh, I'll be able to give a more accurate pick and stats. Uh, I'm not sure if you would you like you me to go first. Or... Yeah, I don't know why it's being weird. I might have to. Yeah. All right. Yeah, you can go right ahead. Okay. Um. You see, Brandon, if Martians came down to Earth and told us we had to play a baseball game for our lives 
The death beam was pointed down at Earth. Give me Wabi Way. Wabi Way is having the month of his career right now. We're talking a 176 ERA with expected stats that are just about on par, a 191 FIP and a 292 expected FIP. He's striking out 11 and a half batters per nine innings, only walking a little under two. This has been a fantastic month for him over 41 innings pitched. The only shame about it, Brandon, he only got one win this month. Hmm. Dude's got a 176 over 41 innings. So six. Yeah. He's been pitching more than over six innings a game between six and seven. So let's call it six and a half innings a game with a 176 ERA and was only able to get one win this week, this month. That is a shame. But he ends up with 1.8 war and is the first player of the month for August. Wow, 1.8 war is really interesting. I, I can't get fan graphs pulled up here to see stats for, for the month. Uh, I know like Aaron Judge had a really good month. Uh, I just don't know where these guys rank like in compare. I, I would just wish. Oh, here we go. I got it to load now. All right. Let's see. Let's pull it up for the month split. I kind of like that you went with a, a pitcher because I was I was going to go all hitter here because I've been going with a pitcher for the last little bit. For the month of August, LJ, the best hitter by war was Bryce Harper with 2.0. Jesus, CJ Crone, 11 homers. Where did that come from? Wait, you know what? Point one from the last month. <laughs> LJ, we are going to go with the main man himself, Bryce Harper. Woo! And prior to me getting into this, we talked about the MVP for the National League yesterday and completely omitted any section on him. MVP yesterday? Yeah, it was all about Tatis, remember? Oh! And we did not talk about Harper one bit. Because, LJ, this month, a 2.0 war, a 2.10 weighted runs created plus, a 337, 455, 7.76 slash line. 10 homers, 25 ribbies in 28 games. LJ, is he the MVP? Is he going to get his second MVP? Um, Especially with this good of a month late in the season. I'd love, I would love to say yes. Especially now he leads the MLB in OPS now that Otani went 0 for 4 tonight. I would love to say yes. I'm just like in my heart, I want to, especially with him being the major league OPS leader. I mean, clearly he is one of the best hitters in the league this year. I just very much fear that the Tatis hype train has gone too far for him. Like regardless of how much the guy plays, it he's been the topic of every single conversation this year. It's been Shohei and Tatis. I really think the voters are going to reflect that, which is the, it's not unfortunate because he definitely deserves it, but I still have to say that Tatis edges him out. Yeah, no, I, I agree. And I can't wait to see what some of these ballots look like up. As in players who were not good this month, I just wanted to bring up a couple. Uh, Cody Bellinger is still really, really bad. I mean, 2.2 walk percentage, 28 strikeout percentage. He had a 59 way to runs created plus. Uh, Rugnet Odor significantly slowed down, 46 way to runs created plus. He had 146 in 26 games. 
Uh, and that was after I was calling him one of the most productive hitters on the Yankees. And that's because he was, but by far the player with the worst month was Dom Smith, who ends up with a 27 way to runs creative plus and negative hey, so 0.7 war. Why don't we go ahead and segue this right on into our team of the month. So Perfect. Brandon Dom Smith. Yes. <laughs> um, why don't we just go ahead and start flipping on through these guys? Uh, correct me if I'm wrong. We do all all nine positions in the lineup, and should we do one starter? Yeah, that sounds good. Top of the rotation guy. So Perfect. let's go ahead and pencil on in Harper for, Harper for right field in the National League. We'll start with the National League. Um. And Robbie Ray is our pitcher. And Robbie Ray for the American League pitcher. I'm also going to name for the National League pitcher, Adam Wainwright's got a 143 ERA, 1.6 war over 44 innings this month. Okay. I and like that pick. And most importantly for the old timers, he's 5-1. and one. There you go. Uh, not often you make, wow, six starts in a month. That's uh, it's pretty impressive. I'm going to do the National League catcher. So what if you would like – actually, LJ, do you want to keep track of it on the document here? Yes. Uh, all right. Uh, National League catcher. Seems like we are, we pick between these two every single month because they have such similar stats. But I'm going to give it to Will Smith this month. Uh, 410 on base percentage. Crazy numbers for a catcher. I mean – the, the amount of value that this guy is bringing to the Dodgers at the plate is he's been the best hitting catcher in the league probably. And it's just nuts to me. Another guy, Yasmani Grandal gets an honorable mention for the AL uh, just because he's, he's only played four games this month, but still has 0.7 war uh, quite the pace to be on. All right. First base has to be, CJ Crone here for Colorado. Dude's got 11 homers in August, uh, only striking out 19% of the time, slashing 387, 463, 828 this month. 828 slugging percentage on the month. Yeah, uh, well, I think that's all due to Coors. There's not a single bit of that he did himself. Hey, no, I'm joking. I don't joking. need to completely slander the guy. DJ Crone, the only free agent the Rockies signed this offseason to a major league contract. So at least it paid well, off. Obviously, they know what they're doing somewhat, right? Uh, <laughs> all right. I don't think we've ever used Colorado and know what they're doing in the same sentence in a few years now. I don't, Well, never on this podcast, certainly. No, never. But they sort of do, in a way. My National League second baseman, uh, I think this guy primarily plays second. I'm going to check right now. It's one of those. All right, yeah, that's fine. Edmundo Sosa. Yes. Cardinals. You got it. LJ, I mean, look at this guy's stats this month. 364 batting average, 453 on base percentage with a 618 slug, 187 way to runs created plus for one war. He's got two homers, 10 RBIs. He's been really good in the field too. Yeah, and Mundo Sosa having himself a month for the Cardinals. All right, let's go ahead and move on in from Sosa. But no, I absolutely love that pick for this team. Look, Edmundo Sosa, is he, call me crazy, but this is either his first like year with the Cardinals or he's a rookie, right? Uh, it's his third year with the Cardinals. He First big year though, like of no, yes, yeah, yes. yeah, yeah. This is, he no, this, he's, still, he's still a rookie. Yes, he's he played is 11 games before the season. And he's hit pretty well this year overall, honestly. I mean, his he has over 100 OPS plus. That's he's an above average hitter. 
he's been really good. Um, speaking of above average this month, how about we go over to shortstop? Going to go over to the number six spot, and we're going to get in here. Oh wait, I just picked a national uh, American League player. Hold on, give me a second. Uh oh, Dansby Swanson. Hey, Dan. Slash, slashing three twenty, three seventy eight. 520 for the month he has 20 rbis and 20 runs this month wow that's 20 runs is that seems hard mm. lj for this next spot we're doing a third base oh do i do it do you do it Tyler Wade of the New York Yankees. Um, come on down, Brandon. Because yes. Oh shit! <laughs> <laughs> I just realized he's the American. You better pick Tyler Wade. You need yeah. to pick Tyler Wade. Austin Riley. How about Dansby's teammate? How about the year this guy's been having? He made the All Star game, uh, and. I mean, look, another month here where he has over one war, currently has the most total bases out of any player in the National League. So that is uh, quite the accomplishment. And he ends up with six homers, 19 runs, 18 ribbies this month, 364, 395, 579 slash with the 159 weighted runs created plus. Um, yeah, let's, how about we move to left field and find ourselves an acceptable Tyler. And that Tyler is Tyler O'Neill of the St. Louis Cardinals. In the wow. month of August, he slashed 304, 411, 506, putting up 1.1 war and 14 runs with 10 RBIs over 24 games. Really great month for him. Lots and lots of strikeouts, but with that all said, very solid month for him. All right, center field, and that's the last one we have because Harper is the right fielder. And I'm going to go with uh, Tyler Naquin. Uh, in terms of offensive performances this is probably one of the best months out of anyone i almost picked him as my player of the month 386 batting average 457 on base percentage 735 slug for a 211 weighted runs created plus 1.4 war six homers uh 11 walk percentage that's pretty high uh for him especially this year so yeah tyler naquin quite the Quite the team we got here that we just assembled. Yeah, this is this is a pretty nasty lineup. Pretty Cardinals. It's, not, it, it's very, it's very. This is a very pro Cardinals, pro Braves, Braves team. But with that being said, I wouldn't want to choose anybody else. Only so, one NL West player. That's crazy. Yeah, you know that is. You're right. Of course, I think we probably would. Oh, wait, did I pick shortstop? No, we wouldn't have gotten him then. Um, I was going to say we might have ended up being forced into Tatis if he'd played the whole month. Or Trey but, Turner. Yeah. Um, Tatis wouldn't pass my check. But anyway, yeah, so we already have Wabi Wei in as the pitcher, so I will move right on over to our catcher. Brandon, give me Mike Zanino. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. He's been having a hell of a year, LJ. I mean, his stats for as as a hitting catcher is pretty crazy. Brandon, one one war, slashing 250, 311, 696, 
over this month. And that is with seven homers, 15 runs, and 12 RBIs. Have yourself a month, Mike Zanino. At first base, uh, I'm going to go with old, reliable, Jose Abreu. Uh, 1.4 war on the month, and you already know that it was due to him raking. He didn't do anything on defense, and you know that he just stepped up there and was raking. 10 homers, 25 RBIs, uh, hits 330-382-661. Honestly, I feel like this guy hasn't had a bad season since he's come into the league. He's never had great seasons year after year after year, but he's never had like a bad year. Yeah, I mean, his worst year was a 117 OPS plus. I mean, that's he still won the Silver Slugger that year, so... If that's his worst year, then I don't know what to tell you. Yeah, Jose Abreu. You know, it's very amusing to me because this is the only time I believe that we've put Jose Abreu on this team. This will be the only time we'll put him on this team all year. But, oh, wait, I forgot about Vladdy. Never mind. But I was going to say, there was there's a pretty good chance every year that he'll maybe make at most one team of the month, but he'll make the team of the year. That's just the way Jose Abreu operates. He's going to look absolutely amazing over this long stretch. You just have to commit to him. Which, yeah. And that can be hard. Like, if it weren't for the fact that the White Sox were so bad when he was just coming up, you think teams would have patience to stick with a guy that doesn't necessarily flash those numbers throughout the year? It just, you like, know. I, I feel like I feel like patience in every single major sport right now is getting smaller and smaller with these teams. You see it all the time in the NFL, where these teams, frankly, ruin young quarterbacks' careers because they're unwilling to actually commit to them and they're willing to call them a bust after one season. And that's just not the way the world works. And a lot of these guys have a lot more to offer. So depending on the situation, I'm not even sure that Jose Abreu ends up as well off as he has. Uh, I'll be interested to see how the rest of his playing career plays out because he, he doesn't have Hall of Fame stats, that's for sure. But he's at 27 and a half war, uh, 226 home runs he's going to end up being a guy where of course his first year in the bigs was when he was 27, where if he had come when he was 21 years old, like we'd be talking about him as a hall of fame player. I, I, I think. Oh, he, he is the type that screams accumulator. No, but is also good for your, yes. team. like is not. That's the other thing. No, no, no. Don't get me wrong. I, I think there are you will seldom find a guy that's considered an accumulator that's in the hall of fame that wasn't a great player for his team he wasn't gonna wow you he wasn't gonna win he wasn't rolling in the awards but anyone who watched him knew he was one of the best players on the field every time he went out there so this isn't an honestly i don't find the words accumulator to be a knock on a guy because it's just a different level of great to be able to do it over the long haul. Totally agree. I mean, to be able to do it season after season, especially with how taxing the MLB season is on you, uh, really impressive. But LJ, you have a pick for second base. I do. I'm very glad this came up this way because Brandon, give me Kike Hernandez. Kike Hernandez is able to put up 1.2 war in 22 games this month. He hits three homers, 18 runs, 12 RBIs, and slashes 305, 426, and 500 this month. Very, very solid month overall. I mean, I can't really find a hole in this, especially I absolutely love it when a guy's walk percentage is higher than its strikeout. There's not nothing for me not to love in this spot. And the fact that he's a red sock makes it even better. All right. My pick is going to be 
Ahmed Rosario at shortstop. Uh, he's been having a fantastic month and I believe became the only player in the MLB this year to have three five-hit games. I want to say that was the stat I saw. But for the month, 372, 397, 584 slash line, 1.5 war, which topped all shortstops in the league. And uh, four home runs, 20 RBIs, just a really solid month from him. And uh, he looks to be Francisco Lindor's replacement there. All right, Brandon, I need you to do some selling here. Sell me on why I should take Tyler Wade here. Don't get me wrong. The slash, line, the slash line is absolutely beautiful, but you look past that, and I almost feel like I'm sliding Jose Ramirez. So I, I give you the floor. Well, to be fair. Maybe uh, I should – should I give you time to make a PowerPoint? Well, I would prefer you pick Tyler Wade just because you did pick Kike Hernandez. Kike Hernandez was the war leader for the second base this week month. I know. I, I look, I get it. Sell you me. don't have to pick Tyler. No, no, sell me. He like, I mean, he basically carried the team for like a couple games. I mean, like if he wasn't in the lineup, I don't think we win like three games during that win streak. <laughs> he, I mean, his, his stats this month are ridiculous. I mean, yes, LJ, I know you say that you're trying to look past the stat line uh why 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 look past the slash line of 457 548 571 in uh 19 games look i know he only played 19 games but he was still really good i guess if you want to give it to someone with a small sample size maybe yu chang chang would be a better option that sound all right i'm sorry I don't mean to be offensive. Can here, you please give it to the other third baseman on the Indians? The first. <laughs> Look, I'm sorry, but I'm not going to give it to the guy that sounds like he his name's out of a 50s song. But um, look, I'm not trying to look past the stats. I'm just looking past the slash line because I'll take Tyler Wade. You know what? I, 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 I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm only trying. I'm only trying to tease you to get you to sell that. Sell me on it. However, can we talk about how amazing this is? Granted, eight less games. I accept that. Genuinely, However, who I thought was one of the worst players in the league at points in my life, I've I thought that he shouldn't be on a major league roster, and now I just convinced you to pick oh, him for our. Oh, you, oh, you mean is you mean June? Yeah. Um, <laughs> May. But at the game we were at, yeah. yeah. At the game you were at, you were selling me on that. Um, and why he should have bunted and but didn't bunt. Um, what do you call it? No, look, 457, 548, 571. That's an incredible slash line over 19 games. As far as I'm concerned, it's as impressive doing it over 19 as it would be over 27. But can we just at least take time to appreciate? how relatively unproductive that slash line over 19 games was <laughs> because regardless of the eight game stretch here, Jose Ramirez still has nine more home runs, 10 more runs, 19 more RBIs and one more stolen base. That's what was this guy doing? Well, I think he had no that the Yankees, I think you forget the Yankees are the absolute masters of hitting the ball on the ground when there's a runner on base. So, yeah. It just amazes me that he could do so little with so much. Um, also, shout out to Matt Chapman, slash 253, 374, and 590 this month. Really, really good for what we saw earlier this year. He's really starting to turn it around. All right. For my left fielder, I'm going with – Randy Arozarena, uh, four homers, 11 RBIs this month, ends up with a 362, 443, 638 slash line for one war. 
you're gonna kill me. Am I allowed to? Am I allowed to choose Kike Hernandez again? If you no. the center fielder. No. Um, no, I'm kidding. Um, <laughs> I was gonna go with Luis Robert. Either way. There you go. Dude comes back from the IL with a vengeance. 17 games this month, five homers, slashing 361, 403, and 639. Dude was an absolute menace, and he's just getting his feet wet this year. Look out for a big September from this dude. Luis Wobbert. Wobbert? Luis Wobbert. (laughs) All right, right fielder. Uh, uh, Randy or Rose Rain. No, I'm kidding. Uh, you know, it's 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 Aaron Judge, and it's because he's shown that he would be in this MVP race. Uh, if there was no Otani, he would be in the contention for guys to be uh in first. That's a fact. This month, he gets eight homers, 26 RBIs, slash is 345, 422, 618, 1.6 war. Uh, having him at the top of the lineup every night is just its just so much fun to watch. I mean, he's genuinely one of the best players I've got to watch, like one of the most productive players i've got to watch like of course watching Derek jeter yes he's he's a lot better than aaron judge but in terms of production i mean the the stats that this guy's put up since he's come on to the yankees is just is crazy and i love this guy i really don't give him enough support uh just because he is the yankees and we like to talk about the other teams but yeah the the absolute man couldn't say it better who's your dh lj oh dh i forgot that existed hold on obviously i don't have to narrow them down by their defensive value this time around Ooh, tough tough choices i'm just kidding it it, it's john carlos stanton look 327, 402, 643 this month. A huge part of this win streak, and he's a huge part of every Yankees win streak. Like, Brandon, don't try, don't get offended because I don't mean this in a bad way, but like, it feels like the Yankees usually have like two, maybe three spurts throughout the year where they look like the best team in the league and it's not even close, and then they look average for the rest of the year at best. I told that, you that that's what happens, and I told you that Stanton has. And that weak. always directly corresponds to the two or three times of the year where Stanton becomes the best player on the in the world and just mashes the ball every single time he comes up to the plate. Well, see, the thing is, Stan has been, Stan's been like quietly, like kind of, like, been a, can I use consistent? Like, can I finally use that word with him? He's played 111 games and has stayed as productive as he's been for pretty much his entire career. People expect him to replicate what he did in that 2017 season. He's been putting up stats this year that pretty much align with every other year of his career except for 2017. This is when Miami gave him that big contract. These were the stats he, they were expecting him to put up. And he's doing it for the Yankees as well. So I can't complain uh, at all. And now they we're finally seeing him in the field. It makes me feel even better uh, about him as well. But yeah. yeah, I see what you mean in terms of consistent year to year. But back to my point, I did pull up those splits while you were talking it's pretty clear his numbers being on par with every other season. And I'm sure it's like this every year. Those numbers are ballooned by a great June and amazing August. So those also happen to be the two spots where the Yankees really got rolling. And of course looked unbeatable for most of the last month. And he was a huge part of why. 
Totally agree. But uh, all right, LJ, I think that that is a good spot to wrap up today's show. Thank you all for listening to the MLB Daily Podcast. Be sure to check us out uh, on Instagram, TikTok, Twitter at MLB Daily Pod. Use code MLB Daily at LaTerrain.com for 10% off. Thank you all for listening. We'll see you tomorrow. See you manana. Hi, I'm Maria. And I'm Mike. And we're Team Team Ready. Ready. Black Hills Energy knows your home is where your heart is. So they want you to be ready. It's all about keeping you safe, prepared, and making your home as energy efficient as possible. Everything from how to weatherize your home to how to stay safe during extreme weather. Be ready for anything. Go to blackhillsenergy.com slash team ready.